Good morning, Anchorites. I am walking to work. So you get to hear a little traffic. It's Sunday morning, and it's only 54 degrees here in Las Vegas. I'm just not ready for this colder weather. I got a sliver of moon over my head. I've got a sunrise in front of me. And the palm trees are in silhouette against the sky, so very pretty. Did not do a podcast yesterday. I've actually been on vacation all week and this is my first day back to work. And the next week I changed my schedule. I'm going to work Monday through Friday like a lot of people do. For years I've worked a weekend day. In fact, I don't know if I've ever not worked a weekend in the past five, five years. I really like Sundays on Snapchat because people tend to show their worship services. And I've mentioned that before. And I wish wish more people would show worship services. And I know they're not only on Sundays. There's Saturday services and I know people go to mass during the the weekdays, but Sunday Sunday is when I see the most. And I get to go around the world and hear services in different languages. It's really nice. I love when people call in and I like calling other stations too. And I have call-ins. Yay! Hey, Allison, just heard your segment over on Lulu Station about influencers. And for me, I think a very rough sign that a person is not an influencer is if they put the word influencer in their bio. Like if they're writing in their bio, I'm an influencer, then that's for me kind of a sign that it's not... I mean, there there are, you know, people that have more than the average followers and maybe way more than the average. And by that means they are, quote unquote, an influencer because they have a following that might be listening to them. But if they put it in their bio or in any means propagate them themselves being an influencer, then that's a no-go for me. Hello, I am Finn. Thank you so much for calling. And I I agree with you wholeheartedly on the part of your statement where you said that if somebody puts influencer on their bio, most likely they're not an influencer. I agree with that. Um, the second part you said was if they have a, a lot of followers, um, it, it sounds like maybe they could be an influencer by virtue of the fact that they, that they have a lot of followers. Um, I, the, the reason I disagree with that part, and, and a lot of it has to do with the platforms. For example, on Snapchat, there are people who will call themselves influencers because they've got, you know, how many people following them. But are you an influencer? Or do you just have a lot of followers? It's sort of like Gary Vee. Gary Vee is on Snapchat. 
But if you look at Gary Vee's snaps, all he's doing is taking pictures of his Instagram and putting it on his Snapchat channel. I'll bet he's got a lot of followers on Snapchat, but it's really his Instagram. He's not interacting with people on Snapchat. So, um, so I'm not sure that uh, number of followers is helpful in this regard. Now, I know that Gary Vee is considered an influencer, and I would say he most definitely is. And, um, but there are people who are like Gary Vee on a platform, and maybe they're, maybe they're an artist. There are artists on Snapchat are a dime a dozen. And so you might have 10 artists and people will follow them, but how are they being influential? All they're doing is drawing pictures. You know, I, I just don't get what the influence is. Are you teaching me how to draw? No. Are you responding to me? No. What value are you providing that is influential? Nothing. But if you're entertaining because you're a good artist, that's, that's cool. But honestly, I don't consider somebody who draws pictures to be an influencer. And yet, a lot of them will say that they are. So I guess that's debatable as far as having a lot of followers um, and maybe what influence actually means. What do you think? Hi, this is Dr. Neil. I'm responding to your segment on influences. And uh, I would agree with you. I'll preface this saying that I'm not um, on other um, social media platforms except for uh, Facebook and Anchor. And uh, from my probably quite ill-informed uh, position, um, although I do read a lot of articles and so forth around the other social media um, platforms, is that um, these social media platforms have influences, but what you're responding to is that they seem to lack fundamental substance and you value substance that's clear from uh, your uh, wave and uh, that seems to be something which is clearly missing from a lot of social media platforms, the value of substance. Dr. New, I think we are on the same wavelength. I know people might disagree on what constitutes substance because the art in and of itself could be considered substantial. There might be substance to artwork um, as done by these so-called influencers. But to me, that's just entertainment. And, and I'm thinking that you agree. Um, I would say that the only way to turn that art those art posts into something with substance and something that's influential is if they're going to teach me how to use art to make money on the platform or how to use art or how to draw for example or how to draw on that platform like just something teach me something don't just make it forgettable because it's like when I watch TV if it's an entertaining show I might like it but I'm probably going to forget about it when I go on to the next show if it hits me emotionally, then that's different, you know? But I've never seen anyone do art on Snapchat that has hit me emotionally. It's good art, I might smile, I might say, wow, that guy's really good. But I, not, there's nothing more to it than that. <laughs> so yeah, I, I, I'm gonna 
uh, I'm guessing that you would agree with me on that. So I don't want to diss people who do art on Snapchat. It's awesome what people can do. But you're not an influencer unless you are giving me something of value besides a few minutes of my time being entertained. I'm on Snapchat. Well, I've actually been on Snapchat for a number of years, but didn't really do a lot until I came on Anchor, where I met Monica from Unreal Radio. And she encouraged me to start using it again. So now I've created, under my own branding, Simon Says GB. Because somebody took Simon Says. I mean, how could Snapchat allow them to do that? I am the only Simon Says in the world, surely. But anyway, I'm going to embrace it again as part of my fun and laughter. Snapchat is like going to be my fun and silliness side alongside the serious stuff. Well, be prepared for the World Harmony account on Snapchat to be adding you, Simon, because you can never have enough positive accounts on Snapchat. I'm really glad that you're starting back up again. I'm going to have to thank Monica for convincing you to do that. So welcome back to Snap. I just wanted to uh, make a point, having heard Finn talk about Influencer. It sounds like he's cooking his dinner as well. Mm. Uh, I hope it's uh, German sausages. But he's absolutely right. This debate about Influencer goes on LinkedIn almost every single day. And for me, the word Influencer is given by your following. It's not something... Nobody gives you the title and it, it sounds like ego. You don't, you know, when you meet somebody in business, hello, I'm a social influencer. Hello, I'm an influencer. Normally, you say, hello, my name is, and then you introduce yourself. And at the end, they might go, wow, you are a real influencer, aren't you? Now, I'm told I'm an influencer on Anchor, but I've never used that title. I don't intend to use that title, but I don't intend to stop other people giving me that title. Simon, I agree with you. I think that people who call themselves influencers just sound like egomaniacs. I think it would be better for someone to say what they do on Snapchat and to show some gratitude for the people who, you know, <laughs> find value in them. Because if it weren't for the people who are interested in what they have to say, they would be nothing, right? So. They ought to show gratitude and focus on the people that they're helping rather than focusing on themselves. I think it's the rock star mentality that, that gets to me. And Simon, if people believe you to be an influencer, then you are an influencer to them. And that's pretty cool. I'm glad that you're not running around calling yourself an influencer because that would kind of be weird. <laughs> but. I can definitely say that you've been influential on Anchor. Um, through you, I've met other people, and I've partaken in different events, like your new uh, Supportive Saturday and other things that you've done. So I think you've got a positive and wonderful influence on Anchor. And why would I want to disagree with you? <laughs> oh, no. Seriously, though. I don't need a title. I used to, when I had low self-worth, I needed a title to hide behind the title. And the other thing, I often, once a week, try to remind people that 
influences our nobody without the very same people. And it's interesting, isn't it? Because some, when they get a big following, they move to ego and they forget the following. Then the following goes and then they remember. So I often suggest on here, you can only become an influencer if you have followers. If you don't look after your followers or tribe or whatever it's called, then you're not an influencer anymore. So I am here as much as possible. Not about being an influencer, but try to look after people how I would treat them in real life. By default, that probably means that I influence. That's true. You, you can actually tell the people who just want to be influencers and the people who come upon their ability to influence because one of them is focused on himself or herself. The other one is focused on the audience. Allison, it's Snap Days, it's Monica at Unroll Radio. And I just um, heard you talking about how on Snap, on Sundays, you can hear, you know, people do tend to um, get on there and snap their services, and that's really cool. But I never thought about using the map <laughs> to hear services in other languages. And that, I'm just loving this map feature. I kept tabs on where the hurricane was hitting. I've found concerts and other um, festivals. I mean, just all kinds of stuff that I had no idea went on in the world. <laughs> um, yeah, because it's not always put um, you know, on the news or on media for us to see. So um, yeah, so Snapchat is really cool. And I'm gonna have to now go to the map and check out services in other languages for sure. Today, I did what Monica was talking about. I looked through Snapchat, and this time I specifically looked for the church services, and, and I actually did it differently. I went to the stories, because you can do that as well. You don't have to use the map, although I think the map is a lot of fun. But if you want to drill down to a specific type of story, go to the discovery and type in the word whatever. You can type church, worship, or maybe the names of religions. The idea is to find um, places of worship or stories that people have labeled um, with some keyword related to worshiping. And I wanted to play for you some snippets of what I found across the United States and the world. It's really beautiful. Another note, I saw the thing about the map, map thingy, but I can't connect to it for some reason. It's, it asked me to swipe on my uh, screen or something. Would one know how to do that? Hey Simon, 
the um, snap map is actually accessed um, on the camera screen on Snapchat. So if you open up Snapchat and you're looking at the camera screen, just put two fingers on the screen, your first finger and your middle finger, for example, and squeeze them together. And when you squeeze them together, you'll see the snap map um, appear. And you can then just use your finger to swipe around until you see all the, um, the map and, and anybody who might be on the map. It'll tell you, by the way, whether you're visible or not. So if you decide you don't want to be visible to your friends list, you can just go up and um, go into ghost mode. But um, you are on my list as a friend, so I will probably make myself visible to you. You don't have to make yourself visible to me. There's no quid pro quo requirement. But it is kind of cool to look at the map and wonder what your friends are doing around the world um, when the hurricane happened um, and also the earthquake in Mexico and, and that kind of thing. I, I looked at my map to see how my friends were doing and if they were showing up on the map. And um, so it was kind of nice to be able to connect with them and, and find out how they were doing. So um, let me know if you have any problems, but I think that's probably why you couldn't get on there. You weren't pinching your fingers together on the camera screen. On the other hand, do you have an Android? I don't know if that is any different. I, I think Android is, you know, up to speed. Same way with, um, you know, same as iOS, as far as the map goes. Well, it's been a really fun and interactive day today. I want to thank everyone who put out really great content that I was able to listen to. Some of you I was able to interact with on your stations. And I want to thank everybody who interacted with me on mine through call-ins and comments. And thank you for the echoes and the applause. Um, Monica at Unreal Radio and Simon Says... Anchor News Clipper 2, and if you're not familiar with Anchor News Clipper, I'm sure a lot of you are, they um, echo a lot of people's posts, and I've actually met some new people by listening to Anchor News Clipper 2. Um, Rachel B. and No Malone, Dr. New, The Java Crew, Prison News, I Am Thin, and I sure hope I didn't forget anybody. I will be listening to you guys tomorrow. And I hope you have a great noon, evening, morning, wherever it is that you are in the world. Adios.